Welcome into the Denver Podcast, first episode of 2024. We've made it, guys. And in this episode, we're going to be sharing uh, our, our New Year's resolution. It's going to be a shorter episode, uh, but we wanted to kick it off with um, just, yeah, just sharing some of our goals that we have for the new year, uh, whether it's parenting related or just personal, or I yeah, just want to share what's on our minds. As usual, I'm joined by Andrew Saunders and Ben Brown. Guys, how's our health? How are we doing to start the new year? Good. 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 Everyone's good. Everyone's good. Yeah, I, we're we're starting the year, New Year, fresh and strong. And like I mentioned, we're just going to be doing a quick rundown of our goals for the new year. Uh, and if you guys have any goals that you are uh, that you're simmering on, that you're wanting to set on, please comment them in the YouTube channel, um, uh, which we will be migrating to the Dadverb uh, YouTube channel away from the Dadverb podcast channel. Uh, more on that to come in a little bit. So you know, go ahead and stay tuned. Uh, but yeah, uh, we're probably each going to share maybe two, maybe three, if we have that many, uh, new year's resolutions, AKA goals that, uh, it just kind of fizzle away by March. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll see how long we last. I don't know that we're going to keep each other, each other accountable, but in a perfect world, what are new year's resolutions? Uh, I have a couple in mind. Uh, my first, uh, I want to read more books. Now, last year, I really wanted to like, you know, get back into like reading because like before 2023, 2022, and before that, I can count on one hand how many books I read, like really mm-hmm. not many. Like I don't. But I have a caveat there. Is it reading a book? No, I count audio books. And mm-hmm. you know, I count that as reading still okay okay no. I, I i count it's you're engaging with a with a, a medium that was you know written by some sort of author and now if that was read to you or you're reading yourself on a kindle or in a physical book i, I consider that reading right. that's me yeah I, i'm uh, good then i think i did like so, 18 20 books last year oh, okay. Audible. Yeah, yeah i think yeah, an big, astonishing big number of adults guy. i think an astonishing number of adults don't read as many books so uh for me my goal is to read one book a month Right, I'd like to do that. Nice. Uh, last year I did good. Last year, for the most part, I did uh, audio books. I read a couple of physical books. One of them was called The Plot, which was kind of a fun one. Uh, but th- at the moment, I'm reading um, a book called Fourth Wing. I was, I apparently it's getting really popular. It's in that genre that's more kind of like Divergence and Hunger Games y dystopian uh, future. Yeah, exactly. A little bit dystopic. Uh, a little bit fantasy with dragons and a little r-rated like a hard r i've never had a book <laughs> uh make me horny but i <laughs> damn like they get graphic in a fun way it's like porn it was like porn it took until in- 2024 for andrew to I- find adult novels i'm just saying <laughs> i'm just i'm just up until now, all the books that I read were like Malcolm Gladwell, business, how to scale on YouTube. And then it was like, you got this one, like you rubbed on my supple nipples. I'm like, what the, f- what is this? So uh, I learned that there's, uh, there's just, books beyond nonfiction business growth. And there's just there's, because it doesn't have a half shirtless man and a swooning woman on the front does not right. mean it's not an adult novel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Fourth Wing will be done very soon by me, and straight on to the sequel. I think it's called Iron Flame. So I'm already done. Uh, I'm 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 well on my way to averaging uh, you know 
one. And but I'm doing Audible. I'm doing Audible. That's helping me. Uh, I, uh, I love it. I want to say my library is at like 400 books. That a boy. Wow. Get it. It's well, but I go through series. So like, like you a few years ago, it's like I need to read more, but I hate I hate reading. Like I, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. I've got such hard ADD. I like no, read the I same sentence so over and over. So much time in manuals and on websites. And like by the time <laughs> the I want to sit down do. and enjoy something, I'm like my eyes hurt. Like I don't. Yeah. Um, but I've managed to go through the entire Jack Ryan novel series, Dune, all of them, and Rice. Yeah. Um, so like Vince Flynn. Um, oh. yeah. No, I've. I've got them all in collections. Like, oh, nice and good stuff, man. If, because if ben, you Ben's need... a Kindle reader, too, right? Yeah. Oh, how much? Yeah. How much do you average? Uh, not not as much. I, I probably I listen to a lot of podcasts and a lot of audiobooks. Um, okay, so you're like so, me. Yeah, yeah I've okay. got a long ride into work most days, so I'll spend yep. my you know hour and twenty minutes or whatnot. Just uh, I'm listening to um, Rick Rubin's book right now. Um, it's it's Definitely. about uh, I think it's, ah, oh gosh, I can't remember the title. It's like trans morgication. I don't know. It's got a really, really strange title. Um, <laughs> but it's about the, the creative act and all the things that go into it as like, he sees the creative, the creative act is like this really spiritual thing. It's almost like the creative mm-hmm. act is an offering to God. Like you make something the best you can, not because of the audience, but because doing the best you can is an offering to a higher power. And that's what brings you more creativity, right? Like that's the energy cool. that flows through that's you. So it's like offering back to that higher power. Ah. But it's interesting to hear Rick Rubin, one of the greatest producers in history talk about his creative process and kind of how he views it. Mm. See, mm. I always took stuff like that. So I look at like Star Trek, right? The original one, basically Ahura's got a Bluetooth oh, next generation of running around with iPads. You... Like there he is. Oh, did I freeze? Sorry, did you guys get that? We lost you're you for a second, but you're, you're, <laughs> you're back. back. Keep going. Keep going. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so I always look at like Star Trek and these science fiction shows really talk about, stuff that becomes a reality right um Mm -hmm. if you've ever read the book brave new world they talk about dna and the book was published several years before dna was a scientific thing right and i always look at creativity in the sense of it's just someone who has the ability to tap into the truth that's actually out there Mm -hmm. pull a chunk of it down and articulate it in a way before science can actually do it right um and so that lends to this whole idea that maybe all these fantasy novels are just some weird multi alternate universe truth that we're all that somebody's like, I've got a thread into that universe, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds weird, but it's gotta come from somewhere. Like I just I don't like the idea that six proteins collided in, in someone's brain and we got Douglas Adams creating Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Like that just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, you just hit on the crux of his book, man. So I, I think you would like it. it's long, and it's uh, he uses Tibetan singing bowls to mark the ends of chapters. So it's it's a oh. very like spiritual book, yeah. um, but super interesting to read. So yeah, good one, good yeah. one to put on your Kindles or or read in Audible. I'm gonna hold you accountable to this, Andrew. You're gonna read a book a month. Yeah, but they're all but not they're not gonna be as deep. They're gonna be all about like sucking on, on people's <laughs> nipples and stuff and weird fetish. That's fine. Just pick a series into that you genre like. now. Yeah, just pick a I mean, series. Doesn't matter. I mean, we don't have to know what the book is, is about. January's fifty shades of gray. Right? Right? I, yeah, maybe fifty shades darker. All right. And then you can go into the Twilight saga. 
Oh, um, man. All right. So uh, what, what what about you guys? What, what, what are some uh, fire off? Okay. So I have had this goal for every one of my kids, and I'm currently holding a 400-page moleskin that I bought a month or so before my first daughter was born. Hmm. And the goal was to write a message to her every day. Oh. And for those of you who are on YouTube, we're now going to go through how many messages I got through because the most of this is uh, yeah. not written in. I um, like when you do that. You like you do that fold for every yeah, page. Yeah, I folded them cool. over so because I actually dated a bunch of them so that I could see how far behind I actually was. So I like made myself get good and I, you can't see it, but I filled out this page. Dang. So there's like a bunch that are anyway. So she turned one years old. And I bought a second one, and it's not out of the wrapper yet. Wow, dude! And, that's still and then really my second cool daughter was doing. born, and I bought a red one because her name is Scarlet, and it's not out of the wrapper yet. So my goal for 2024 is to solve this problem and get back to at least once a week writing messages to my kids, so that God forbid something happens to me, or when it does happen, they have a useless pile of dad's thoughts from the better part of their lives. And maybe really there will be cool, a nugget man. of genius in there that they can publish at some point and make themselves cabillionaires. That but. sounds like a, a physical version of the thing that we chatted about uh, at, at a previous episode about like um, setting up like an email for your for your kids yep. and then just mm-hmm. sending them emails every you know month or so or every couple of weeks or whenever <laughs> something cool happens. And then one day when they're old enough to like get the password for the email, just they'll just have yep. it. All these messages from. <laughs> dad my girls have emails i don't think i've ever emailed them um and i went as far as to buy the domain names related to these so that i can have like like i own letters to my kids.com i think or letters to my i own something that's related because i was like if i do it on a website i'll do it better yeah i never even built a website like it's 2024 i'm gonna fix this problem i'm going to archive my brain for my children to resurrect me like a bad science fiction novel later in life. <laughs> All right, Ben. All right, what you got, man? New Year's resolution. Uh, big one is to um, get back into journaling. Um, so I used to wake up early and journal every morning, just either before I went to bed or I would journal first thing in the morning to just try and get my thoughts out, perspective, anything I was struggling with. It's basically just a way for me to have a conversation with myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I can deal with things, understand things, try to, you know, figure out issues or or understand what my thought process is, what I'm thinking, feeling, whatever. Hmm. Um, so my big one is is getting back into regular journaling because um, mm-hmm. I think it's it's super therapeutic um, and gives you some sort of like detached perspective on what you've experienced, good and bad. Yeah, that's man. I like that. I mean, we have the, the the ones, the both ones uh, that you guys just shared, uh, like something disconnected from from you know social media and all that. Something just very intentional, very present. I absolutely love that. Um, the if I'm gonna just toss out a second one for me, well, I want to dunk a basketball. I don't know how I'm gonna get there, but I'll figure that out. Uh, that's, <laughs> I don't know that I'll actually get to that. Uh, you get adjustable but, height hoop. It'll be fine. <laughs> So there you go. I'd like to get back. Uh, no, but the um the real one is uh, I really want to like seriously learn and get and like have a better understanding of like investing. 
uh that's always mm. been something that's always been like kind of an intimidating thing for me uh yeah. it always felt like a gamble right beyond um you know just making sure you're making the uh, you know the, the the 401k contributions and maxing out your your you know your Roth IRA for for the year other than that i've always just kind of been like you know what i don't know like i might buy this stock or that bitcoin i don't know uh but and i've always saw it as just got like a gamble something just kind of like i don't know just like white collar sleaze do that but I, um the more i've like read about it and thought about it i'm just like i really need to take that seriously like what is like a real like you know portfolio set up on vanguard or chuck schwab or whatever and just like understanding the numbers and demystifying the uh what i believe to be uh intimidating scary a lot of lingo um and just really understanding that so there are a few like youtube channels that i've kind Makes of sense. sort of follow understand and not like the you know the the crypto bro kind of things and like here's how mm. to make money like like just i want to learn and more educational really understand the landscape of investing and how to do it properly and slowly not like a get rich quick like i want to understand the principles and what good you know financial better financial behaviors and how to um invest beyond just you know your ira your 401k what more I, can i be doing i um, played with about 10 grand when I was single after I sold my first house. I had a little money yeah. through an investment account. It led to so much anxiety because yeah. I was in mountain time. So the market opened at like 7 a.m. So the market yeah. was open before I was awake. I had an iPad at my desk that had like live stock tickers, like, and the, the holding on to a stock, even though it dipped below your buy point, was. Like just this, I know it's going to go back up. I know it's going to, but you just have this, like, I'm losing money in my brain. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Like, it was a lot of anxiety that really wasn't worth it in my, in the long run. And my brain and yeah. I really went, forget it. Mutual funds, they grow. I don't have to worry about all the anxiety. I don't have to. Right. Play. Right. And, and that's the thing. Like, I, I'm a set it, forget it kind of a guy, but is there some middle point where I'm not, I'm not trying to like trade on the daily and do that. Cause like, I have a life. I'm not trying to like monitor that all the time, but it, mm -hmm. can it, can, is there like some sort of middle ground where I can check in once a week or, you know, once every, you know, two weeks or something like that, make whatever I adjustments I need to, and then pull out and then just stop. You know, just I, something where it's better than what I'm doing now, which is zero beyond the automated. You know, when I was a kid, because dad was like, OK, for Christmas, you get to buy 100 shares of a stock. Pick one. Yeah. And I went Pizza Hut. Because <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. I like to eat at Pizza Hut, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, turns out Pepsi Cola in 94 was actually a pretty good investment. Um, and then they cool. split. And then like and it was. And by the time I was in high school, it was like, oh, that wasn't a bad choice. It was a decade later. Right? Uh. <laughs> and so it was – I had to – I had inadvertently picked something that was inevitably going to grow because it was so large it wasn't – like the idea that PepsiCo was going to fail. And so I inadvertently had enough patience to make it pay off, but mm. it wasn't intentional, right? And that's the part that, that I think stuck with me more is – it's a it's a patience game unless you're in it every day all day right. Right. playing the stock ticker game yeah I, and i'm a patient person so that's kind of like the philosophy or, or my style that i would like to try because i have zero intention of being one of those like daily guys is like looking at the at the graphs and the charts constantly but i at least want to know what what i'm looking at 
You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that's going to be my fun little educational bit this year. And uh, a, f- a funny thing on that note, when I remember when I was like a little kid, I was like in second grade and I didn't know really anything about stocks. But I was like, if I'm going to buy a stock, I'm going to buy Toys R Us because the world's never going to stop meeting toys. There's always going to be kids who want toys. That's an impossible one to fail. And bum, bum, bum. <laughs> what a loss there. So anyway, uh, what about you guys? Uh, ben, uh, you got another uh, you got another one for us? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think my second big one is just moving more. Um, you know, I, I definitely don't work out as much as I used to. Um, and it's been really hit or miss, especially, you know, having two kids about two and a half years apart. So mm-hmm. just as I like kind of started to get back into a really regular workout which routine, we had our daughter. Yeah. Um, and now we're, you know, your world gets turned upside down and you kind of get back to, um, I'll do it later. I'll do it later. I'll do it later. I'll do it later. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's a year later and you're, you're not really making the commitment. Yeah. Um, you know, I've invested in all the tools that I need to do it. It's just prioritizing the time. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And so that's a big thing is prioritizing the right things, um, including movement, whether that's a walk or a workout, just making sure every day I'm out doing something good weather, bad weather, any of the above. I had a coach once tell me, uh, the more you move, the more you want to move. So that's, mm-hmm. uh, and it's true, man, once you kind of get started and you get, get it going, the more it just, it feels wrong to not do it. Uh, mm-hmm. and, tell you and, what, you take five years it. off. Don't, <laughs> don't do any exercise for five years. And then day three of coming back, you tell me that it feels wrong. to move. <laughs> You know, I just started a, a membership with F45, uh, cause I'm back in office now. Um, and, uh, cause I was working out of my garage gym pretty much ever since the pandemic. Uh, and it's been great, but you know, now I just have less time to work out at home. Uh, so I joined a, a gym for the first time in like three, four years, F45 gym. And I've actually been really liking it. It's, uh, it's intense, uh, but it's, it's what I needed. So it's been fun. Anyway, Andrew, you want to round us out with a, with a final resolution for yourself? So I have told myself for at least the last 10 years that if I can get down to, uh, 200 pounds, I can buy myself a motorcycle. Oh, oh. I have turned 40 years old. I am heavier than I've ever been in my entire life. And the last time I was under 200 pounds was the day I left boot camp in 2005. Wow. So if I want to live to see my kids reach 30, I've actually got to get this under control. And so my goal for 2024 for Andrew is. To get a motorcycle. That's the- <laughs> <laughs> um, oh man, that that is not allowed to happen until I hit my weight goal. So I again, I think I, I think your coach has it right. Right, you just got to get up and move. I did yeah. notice mm-hmm. that, like, I spent thirty four days hitting my movement goal every day, according to my Apple Watch, during mm-hmm. the move when I moved mm-hmm. from Utah to Iowa, and I lost ten pounds in that thirty days. Yeah. So it's yeah. I just got to do it. Um, I now have a house that's big enough. I can actually put like a rowing machine in the basement and it's not going to take up a bunch of space and be a pain in my butt. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, it's a priority that I have to start making a priority, dude. Otherwise I mean, I'm going to have a heart to, attack at 65 and I'll I'm have eaten well my whole life. 
I but, love that goal. Yeah. I think that's, that's, that's such a, you know, and we all do kind of always like, you know, oh, we want to lose weight or whatever. I know that's like the most common, you know, thing, but like it is a real thing it, because it's more than just like losing weight. It is getting control right. of uh, your your life and, and making sure that you live to see, you know, your daughter walk down the aisle, right? And I mean, you want a healthy heart, fair, healthy mind. Right. Mm-hmm. To be fair, if I make it to 80, my kids aren't 40 yet. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah, put, yeah. put that in perspective for you, right? You, you guys are almost hitting 40, mm-hmm. and your eldest is eight, six, six, right? Yep. So, from my perspective, if they wait until they're in their 40s to have their first kid, I'm not going to see a great grandkid or a yeah. grandchild, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So, I got to do everything I can to prolong that, and and it better start now because. Yeah. Yeah. If it doesn't start now, it's just going to go downhill because I have no metabolism left. That's obvious. <laughs> and, and what I'll say is, and I'm not a fitness coach or whatever. I, I've been working out for years. I really enjoy it. But if anyone's listening to this and they're kind of, you know, feeling in the same mindset, I will say, like, you don't, you don't have to think all of a sudden, like, oh, I'm going to have to start, like, going to the gym and, like, bench pressing and doing all that stuff and, and mm-hmm. running. And, 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 like, I mean, that's a part of it. I mean, that, that's a great, healthy thing to adopt. But, like, the reality is that journey really is made more in the kitchen uh it's i would say almost you know 80 percent diet 20 percent workout almost 85 percent diet 15 percent workout obviously you're gonna need um the you know the the activity the cardiovascular work you know the you know you gotta put in that uh but a lot of it is made in the kitchen making sure that you you've got that dialed down if you can dial that down you'd be surprised with how fast you're you'll um you'll get things under control more than the working out seven days a week. It, it really does start in the kitchen, uh, cutting out the processed stuff, the sugars, all that, um, everything in moderation, you know? So even moderation. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that it's going to be fun, man. I, 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 well, maybe we'll do some check-ins here and there. Uh, but I, I want to see that for you. I want to see that for you. I, I, it's got to be a thing. I need people to hold me accountable. So it's let's do it. it let's do it. I gotta make it. It's got to be a priority. Guy, maybe we should open this up on the Discord too. Like, hey, there, what, you know, there's a fitness channel in the Discord. There's a fitness channel, but more like an accountability one, or uh, maybe that just can be the accountability one. Dwight's um, account- accountability booster. <laughs> Okay. All, now we're gonna have a we're gonna measure your thighs every week on the podcast <laughs> if they're not getting smaller. Yeah. Uh, we're Jenny Craig, this early weigh-ins. Jenny Craig, it. Uh, well, guys, that's uh, that's gonna do it for our first episode of 2024. That's what we got brewing with regards to our New Year's resolutions. And if you have any of yourself, please, we'd love to hear them. Uh, whether that's fitness related, parenting related, or what have you, or watching or reading smut and whatever I'm reading, you know. So <laughs> that's, that's always that's always fun. Are there voice actors in your smut you're listening to? Are there, yeah, like yeah, are you really getting you know, or is it yeah. just some burly Don't. dude laying like? And then Jennifer said, "No, it's a, it's a, some yeah. it's some lady. Don't. She's a great voice actress. She does all Don't the voices. Look she does. <laughs> Don't look it up. It'll ruin the fantasy. I know yeah, a little bit. Actually, I did go. I did make that mistake. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening uh, to uh, what we hope is going to be a a great twenty. 24 um uh, that'll do it uh, again you can always check the show notes um the links um uh in the youtube description uh to join us on discord we're 
we're going to have our accountability check-ins for Andrew. Uh, and you can visit dadverb.com for courses from pregnancy up through year one of fatherhood. As always, thanks for listening. And we'll catch you in the next one. Peace.